We welcome you to White House First United Methodist Church and what a joy it is to join together on this very uh, special opportunity to hear God's Word and to hear uh, the Lord's praises through song. We're glad you chose to tune in and did want to remind you, depending on when you hear this, that uh, today on Sunday is a very special day for our kids. We'll be having a chili luncheon from 1030 till a little after 12, and if you want to come and enjoy a, a bowl of chili, and we'll be having a silent auction as well, we'd love to have you join us. We continue to have our Sunday night activities for our youth, kids, and adults at 5 o'clock. So uh, looking forward to what the Lord has in store for us today in this podcast. And again, thank you for joining, tuning in, and we will start with a word of prayer and we'll start our podcast. Lord God, as we come to you, we thank you for allowing us this chance to be able to come together and to have this time of worship in this very special season in the Christian church as we prepare our hearts and minds for Easter through this season of Lent. I pray that this message, I pray that the songs that will be sung will glorify and honor you today. And may you be given the praise through it all. been walking the same old road for miles and miles. If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies. If you're trying to fill the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you've got pain.
So I wanted to share with you today that doing a little something extra to our podcast, there you may have noticed there are some notes from the sermon that are uh, available for you and would encourage you to look at those as we follow along and to refer back to them as this week especially there's some uh, extra scriptures that I'll be referring to at the end and this way you have that uh, depending on how you listen to it you wouldn't have to write those down so uh, they are available you can just look at that uh, afterwards or during but we are going to be looking at Matthew chapter 4 Verses 1 through 11. Temptation. Any of you dealt with that at some point this week? Maybe today. Are there times that we wish that we could be stronger when those temptations come our way? Well, today we're going to look at the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry and it started with doing without food for 40 days. In Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they all tell this story, and all of them have Jesus being baptized by John the Baptist right before he was led into the wilderness for these 40 days in preparation of Jesus' ministry. We're going to look today at what happened after these 40 days and see that the same thing Jesus did many years ago still works today in combating temptation when it comes knocking on our doors. As I mentioned in the beginning, there is a list of scriptures that show different people in the Bible in their tempting times and how they didn't do as well as Jesus did. When the temptations come, they didn't resist it. And in those scriptures show what it cost them because of that. So we're going to start now with the way Jesus combated temptation and pray that we can do likewise. Here now, Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Then the Spirit led Jesus up into the wilderness so that the devil might tempt him. After Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he was starving. The tempter came to him and said, Since you are God's son, command these stones to become bread. Jesus replied, It's written, People won't live only by bread, but by every word spoken by God. After that, the devil brought him into the holy city and stood him on the highest point of the temple. He said to him, Since you are God's son, throw yourself down, for it is written, I will command my angels concerning you, and they will take you up in their hands so that you won't hit your foot on a stone. Jesus replied again, it's written, don't test the Lord your God. Then the devil brought him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. He said, I'll give you all of these if you bow down and worship me. Jesus responded, Go away, Satan, because it's written, You will worship the Lord your God and serve only him. The devil left him, and angels came and took care of him. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say, 
Thanks be to God. Jesus was like all of us. He faced trying times. The ones that Jesus faced here in this scripture is a little different because it showed at the beginning that he was led by the Spirit to endure these temptations as he prepared for the three years of earthly ministry that was ahead of him. The way the Holy Spirit prepared him was by doing without food and to give him quiet time to meditate, get himself ready mentally for all that would be asked of him to do. And this is the basis for what began on Wednesday in the Christian calendar called Lent, which is 40 days plus Sundays before the grand event of Easter comes our way. This is also where we see the importance of giving something special up or adding something to our day during this time so it gets us in the state of mind of being truly grateful for the season of Easter. Some of you may already have a pattern of reading God's Word. Some of you may have a devotion that you do. But if you don't, maybe a suggestion might come with adding something to your repertoire and wanted to share, and it is again on your notes in the podcast, a website called AmericanBible.org. It gives daily Bible readings. And that may be a location if you need to find a place, need to find a location of what to read, maybe a pattern to do that by, that this may be an opportunity for you to make that a part of your day-to-day life during this Lenten season. And the hope is that if you add it now, that it becomes a way of life going forward. But as we think about maybe something that we do need to give up during this time or add something that we have the right heart and the right mindset so that, like with Jesus, this is a season of preparation and ready to celebrate the true special day of his resurrection. Now, going back to the scriptures, verse 2 that we read said that Jesus was starving and vulnerable to Satan's lurings after not eating for 40 days. So the question comes, how did Jesus combat the temptations? Well, each one of those temptations that came his way, he quoted scripture. Remember that statement as we go along. In the scripture that we see in verse 4, That is a quote from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. The Holy Spirit had led Jesus into the wilderness to prepare him for his ministry, so eating at Satan's instructions would have shown a lack of dependence on God the Father. We need to be careful to follow Jesus' example here and not get ahead of our Lord when temptations come our way, but to depend on him to fulfill our needs. We must be patient and trust in His timing and His will in all things. So, in this first temptation of food, 
Jesus succeeded in not giving in. Now let's see the second way that Satan tried to pull Jesus away from his purpose. The second way that Satan tempted Jesus was a tricky one. If you look a little closer in the scriptures, you'll see that Satan is actually quoting scripture. You heard me right. Satan is quoting scripture in verse 6. But the thing is, he twists it a little, and Satan is still in that business today. But I pray that we realize a very important piece, and again, this is in your notes as well. Don't let, let Satan's twist lead us away. You see, that scripture that Satan quoted was from Psalm 91, 11, and 12, and it reminds Jesus of God's promise of protection. However, the mere use of biblical words doesn't always reveal God's will, particularly if they are placed in the wrong context, as Satan has obviously done. So in response to Satan's second temptation, Jesus is quoting in verse 7, the scripture from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16. I pray that we never, ever forget this part. And it is God is to be trusted, not tested. God is to be trusted, not tested. The verses surrounding Deuteronomy 6.16 is talking about Israel's attempt to test God by grumbling that they had no water. And that is found in regards to the first time this was brought up in Exodus 17, 1 through 7. And then Moses said in Exodus 17, verse 2, Why do you test the Lord? So Jesus was not about to repeat the nation's error of unfaithfulness to God. A key here is to know enough about the scriptures or go and search it out afterwards to be sure that what you're hearing is true and if it's not, to not allow it to lure you away from the Lord. If it is brought out in a way of twisting, if it is brought out in a way that is trying to lure us into being about us and instead of our Lord, then we need to know that it's being brought out in a negative way. So we have to be on guard. The third and final temptation that Satan tried was for Jesus to receive power by the wrong means. Satan's method involved a detour around the cross, which we know wasn't possible for him in order to fulfill his purpose. There was no other way for us to have received forgiveness of our sins except through Jesus dying for us and putting our faith in Him. Notice what He says in verse 10 before He quotes another scripture. This time from Deuteronomy 6.13. He says very plainly, Go away, Satan! I think those are some very important words 
Because for us to move forward in our Christian walk, Satan has got to get out of our way. He says similar words in Matthew 16, 23 and Mark 8, 33 when he says the words, Get behind me, Satan. So whichever one comes and rolls off our tongue better, go away, Satan, or get behind me, Satan, either one of them will work. Getting back to that scripture in the temptation, Jesus knew that only God is worthy of worship, that only God is to be served. Jesus knew God, his Father, had helped him so far in the wilderness and God would continue to help him. And that is why Jesus saw no reason in putting his hope and trust in anyone else. Do you agree? Anytime you start relying more on someone or something other than the Lord, we've got to get away from it. So today we've touched on some pretty big temptations. I know that doesn't cover them all, but I hope that you see that many of your temptations will likely fall into one of these three categories that Matthew 4 brings out. Again, I mentioned earlier, and we're not going to look at these in detail, but on that podcast is a list of some of the scriptures that you can look at later that show people in tempting moments and how and why they faltered. In that list is Adam and Eve in Genesis 3, David and Bathsheba in 2 Samuel 11, David with taking a census in 1 Chronicles 21, 1-4, and then Solomon and his downfall that you can find in 1 Kings 11, 1-6. All of these are similar in that they gave into the temptations that came their way because they were focused on the instantaneous pleasure they would get and they forgot the long-term consequences. Again, when Satan comes knocking on our door with the temptation, remember how Jesus defeated him? He quoted Scripture. Guess what? That tactic still works today. Maybe you can't think of a scripture at the time. Maybe you can only get part of it, and that's okay. But pray to God for Him to give you the strength to resist whatever temptation comes your way. Don't succumb to Satan's tactics of luring us into thinking of the temporary satisfactions. Speak whatever that verse that comes to mind or Jesus' own words that we talked about earlier. Go away, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. When we speak it in our Lord's name, Satan has no other way than to go away. We got to stay true to our Lord. And when we are face-to-face with those temptations that we ask for his help to combat whatever it is that Satan is trying to throw our way. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, as we come before you, no doubt there are temptations that come our way 
regularly. At times we feel like that we are inept to be able to overcome them. But I pray that we see in this scripture today of ways that it is possible to get past that temptation. May your word be worthy enough for us to have it familiar, if not memorizing verses, to be ready to combat whatever it is that Satan brings our way. And even if we can't come up with a scripture that we can say in Jesus' name, get behind me, Satan. Go away, Satan. I don't want what you are offering. I got something a lot better. Lord, give us that boldness. Give us that strength. And may we not forget to give you the praise. In Christ's name. Just show